And welcome to Third Eye Meditation Podcast. This is season two. If you haven't caught up yet, I recommend you go back, listen to some past episodes because it's very meaningful and it's great. Everybody that is listening right now that's tuned in, I got to thank you from the bottom of my heart because I've seen I've reached out to so many different countries and that's really amazing. I hope everybody that's listening, I'm helping, I'm benefiting in some sort of way, and that's the whole purpose of the podcast. Now, season two, we're going to get a little bit different. Um, I'm going to kind of not steer away too much from the meditation, but I'm going to start diving into a little bit more of the fun and interesting things just to pick it up. I'm probably going to have a lot more of the uh, metaphysical, mystical, the occult, the strange, the weird that's going to be all the fun parts, all right? So, me, Third Eye Meditation, you remember, like I always tell you, it's a community, a little network, each and every one of you that are listening. Get onto the website, thirdeyemeditation.net. That's where you'll find all my contact information. That's where you'll find me if you are in the York, Pennsylvania area and you need some meditation or help with meditation. If you're the type of person who says, I can't meditate, or if you're a person who tried to meditate and you couldn't, reach out to me. We can have some sessions. My fees are based on you. We're all poor. We're all broke. I understand that. Um, I can work with you. York, Pennsylvania area, reach out. 717-746-6164. And that's where you can reach me. Uh, you reach me on the website as well through email, especially if you want to give me feedback. I'm always looking for feedback. Let me know. I'd love to have uh, some comments, maybe some suggestions on you know future shows. That's great. I like to get you all involved. Um, also, as you all know, my friend's site, mindseyemetaphysical.com. Uh, there's a whole reason I have uh, Jen, her you know website promoted all the time. I'm gonna go back to a story I probably told you, probably read on my website, and I'm gonna repeat it um, again. Going back a little while ago, I went through some changes in my life, basically. Uh, there was a lot of negativity. I was really burdened with a lot of stuff between work and the, I had a really bad experience at work. It really brought me down. And then right on top of that, uh, something happened, uh, home life as well. And I was just born into this, uh, well, I fell into this hole. Um, I don't care what you want to call it, if you want to call it, um, you know, Whole, I, I looked at it like a bear trap. I was stuck in there, and then somebody dumped a roof over it, so I couldn't get out. I was lost. I was reaching out for help. Um, it was something I never experienced before. I always seen myself as a strong, positive type. I never really cared about anything, and stress never you know, got to me. All of a sudden, this happens. So what do you do? Like I said, you reach out for help. You try and get help. I had a few good friends reach out to me, which was fantastic. I seek professional help as well which I hope everybody does because, you know, we, we all fall down these holes every now and then. But I remember there was a little shop called Mind's Eye Metaphysical. And I went and I got some stones from, you know, the place. And what always, the one thing I could always remember was walking into that shop that night with my wonderful wife. And there's Jen. She comes out like so full of energy and light. It was so positive. It was like, I've walked into metaphysical stores before in the past, and I never got that type of a greeting. It stuck with me. So yeah, a positive Google review is fine, but I felt I owed her because 
I found that she does these Reiki sessions. And I didn't know. I was in such a bad place. I figured, hey, let me try it out. It might help. And I walked in and she did the psychic trauma healing. I don't know what she did. Listen, I was in a bad place. I laid down on this beautiful table and I went into a meditative state and I closed my eyes. So I had no idea what she was doing. But all I remember when I was done, I sat up on a table and I cried. I got to tell you, I, I was like, you know, crying like a little sissy. No big deal. But it was amazing because something happened. From that point on, I was like, the world changed. All right. You call it magic. You call it Reiki. You call it whatever it is you want to do. But something happened with me that day that was absolutely life changing. I've heard Reiki before. I heard about the chakras. I just never really got into it. I, you know, it was just part of the metaphysical world. But it changed me. And all of a sudden, here I am. I got a business. Uh, I'm doing these podcasts. And I'm telling you, pay it forward is amazing. So that's why season two, my first guest, the wonderful, beautiful Jen from Mind's Eye Metaphysical. She is here. Well, actually, she's always here. This is her shop. I'm here in the shop for all my equipment. Jen, how are you? Hello. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing what you did. And Thank you. And to think you do this every day. It's offered. Yeah. You know, anybody that walks into the shop is, you know, privy to this kind of stuff. Right. What is it? So Reiki energy healing really is just channeling Reiki, which is universal life force energy through us. We're clear channels to receive it. We've been attuned to that channel of energy and into our clients. And what it does is it puts our clients from a low vibrational frequency up to a higher vibrational frequency. And it helps to surface those lower vibrational frequencies that reside within the chakras and the energetic body. So it's almost like a deep tissue massage, but for your energetic body. So it just kind of releases all of that negative energy, the lower vibrational frequencies, and it gets them out, okay? Better out than in. Um, so my sessions are a little bit different, though, because they are tailored to my clients' needs, such as the psychic surgery, which is a little bit more based on trauma release, and then just our regular Reiki sessions, which are, they have like an emphasis on clearing and balancing the chakras because you can have a regular Reiki energy healing session all you want. But when you really focus on those energy centers, trying to release and remove the blockages, trying to balance those energy centers, it really makes a difference in how you feel when you get up off that table. Yeah, and I changed my life, Jen. Aww. Changed it for way better. It's amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's. I don't think people really believe in it that much or they see it and is this going to be for me? How would you convince a person that this is... The real deal. This is what works. So all you need to have is an open mind. You know, if you're skeptical about something or if you really have like doubt in your head that this Reiki energy is a placebo effect or it's not really going to work or there's nothing physical that you're doing to me. So nothing's going to change. I mean, if, as long as you are stuck in that belief system, then it probably won't work because intention, belief, um, that is a form of energy. So it is really going to make a difference. If you believe in something, you're going to have more success with it. Absolutely. And I think everybody that's listening right now, I mean, I'm tuning into the metaphysical people and 
most of them believe it, and that's why I'm hoping they spread out. Like I said, I I don't know how much of a podcast you have listened to in the you know past, but I'm always trying to push this pay forward. It's one thing, you know, we believe in one thing, and we feel we all have gifts, and we can you know bring that gift onto somebody else. You bought a gift onto me, I bring it back to you, but I send it out to everybody else. So that's why I'm hoping everybody does. I mean, it's amazing. So. Mindsight Metaphysical. I mean, the shop itself. How did this all start? <laughs> so it kind of just fell into my lap, to be honest. Uh, we had our eyes set on this shop, which is attached to my home. It's a residential property here in Marietta, Pennsylvania. And we were looking to get this property for years to come. Uh, we had our eyes on it. We knew the previous owners. And we said, hey, if you ever sell, we'll take it. <laughs> so lo and behold... About December of 2020, right before we hit January of 2021, I was nine months pregnant and the house became available. And the owner was like, you know, you got to take it right now or not at all. So we took it. Now, granted, the move was only across the block. So that was the only good thing that we had coming for us. But when I had my eyes on this place, I put it into the universe. I said, this is going to be my shop. Originally, it was a Harley shop. The guy kept his motorcycle here. It was a beautiful shop, but the walls were painted black and orange, and I just envisioned purple, gold, black, white. And I said, this is going to be my shop. I'm going to keep those cabinets over there for my crystals. I'm going to make it happen. And as soon as we moved in, I delivered my beautiful goddess, Nova. Mm -hmm. She is the light of my life, uh, second babe. And she is a triple Capricorn. So when I had her, I went on maternity leave, obviously, and never went back to work. And we opened up officially in April of 2021. And I did this all with the help of my mom, my husband, my son. Um, and we did it with raising a little tiny babe. And she is just, I mean, she is powerful. I have yeah, never dealt with a triple is. Capricorn. But <laughs> so I didn't, there's some days where I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we got it to work. And there's still some days where I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do this because <laughs> it's so much work, but it is the most fulfilling thing I have ever done in my life. So we are here. We've been uh, advertising as we can and doing gentle advertising, not going gung ho on on Google advertising and stuff like that, but just word of mouth. And I just, I have this feeling that, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. The universe will give us what we need. You can't fail at anything that's meant to be. So I'm not Absolutely. worried about it at all. Absolutely. Plus my psychic Angelo says we're good. We're going to have a bigger shop, bigger location in like five years. So this is just temporary. <laughs> I totally believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. You brought up some really good points. You put your energy out to the universe. All my listeners know that's all I ever talk about. Be kind to the universe. You know, we're all star seeds. We're all coming from that cosmic dust. It listens to you. People don't realize that. I'm going to touch on that a little bit later, but I'm glad you brought it up. But you were pregnant at the time and everything. So there was just so much. And I know it's stressful to start a business. Even just me starting an online business is hard enough. I can only imagine setting up and changing a whole home and making it a home and a business but that's fantastic you did it you got this far and people that are listening you have to realize if there's something you want you go for it we all did it you know sometimes we need a little bit of a push but we did it um you got to where you are and that's fantastic you're still raising a beautiful family 
you still have a great shop and it's still going to go places. And all you did was put it out to the universe. That's what. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just before Mind's Eye uh, came into focus, people don't just wake up and say, "I'm going to do a metaphysical shop." Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. that's something. You know, that it's got to come from you. I mean, that's that's a very personal thing. So. How, you know, where were you in the whole metaphysical world, you know, before Mind's Eye? So before we moved into this place and started Mind's Eye Metaphysical, I had actually taken my certification to be a Reiki master. And that took me probably a year to do. Uh, you can do it faster, but everybody goes at their own pace. So 2018, I got certified as a Reiki master. I actually probably started in about 2017. Then took some tarot classes with a mentor that I met uh, down in Jim, uh, Jim Thorpe, PA. Fantastic mm -hmm. mentor. I look up to her for a lot of things and just kind of learned and kind of took it all in. Right. Because there's so much about the metaphysical world that, you know, when you look into it, it's so overwhelming and people have certain ways of doing things and they make you feel that if you don't do it this way, you're doing it wrong. And, oh, you don't put your crystals out on the full moon to be cleansed? Well, then you're not a real witch or something like that. You know, like, it's just kind of joking around. But um, so I kind of adapted my own way. And I was doing Reiki out of my old home across the, the block there where we used to live. Uh, just in a back living room that we had, just kind of redid it and set up shop there, but without kind of like a business name. I knew that that was something in the future that I wanted to do, but my home prior to this one did not allow that. Space didn't allow. So once we got over here, it was just, it was end game. It was like, yeah. let's go, let's go. Let's right. get the inventory going. We got the inventory in. We beefed up our crystal sales. We did a website. And from there, it's just snowballing. And it's amazing when you look back and you see the picture from the day one when we first opened versus a picture now. Like the shop has tons more inventory. We are almost outgrowing this tiny little 20 by 13 <laughs> space because um, it is super small. So we are um, just looking for next steps then and, and hopefully having a bigger space in the future, which mm -hmm. well, like I said, Angelo said about five years. And that sounds about right, the way yeah. that things are going and the pace mm -hmm. of things. And of course, Nova ruling everything, so right. we are on her time right now. My little manager, she says when we get another shop. Uh -huh. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just kind of grow with it, and you you take what you like, and you leave the rest. Mm -hmm. And you just adapt to what resonates with you, because if it resonates with you, and you believe in it, it's going to be powerful enough to help those around you and your clients that you bring in. It doesn't matter if it's by the book or not. So I am actually one of the Reiki masters that kind of goes off the book. Uh, there's very little that I actually take from the actual Mikao Sui Reiki practice that I use in my daily sessions. I mean, I take some and the rest, I just rely on plain old energy healing, which anybody can do. Literally anybody can do this. You don't mm -hmm. have to have that piece of paper, that certification. So that's what I try to teach my clients that come in here is that, you know, you can do this yourself. You are intuitive enough. You're powerful enough. Energy flows where attention goes. And you just got to trust that your body and your mind and your spirit knows when it's time to come back and see me or what you have to do to jumpstart your healing on your own. 
It's all amazing. It really is. And it's. I was literally talking about this before coming in. I was explaining, um, just in case anybody wondered where all the clicking is in the background, I do have a photographer in here with me, so that's what you're hearing the clicking for. But I was talking to my photographer on the way over, and I was like, you know, Jen does and taught me that you don't need to follow these rules. Remember, we're always trapped in this world. The physical world traps you, saying you have to do this, you got to do this. And literally, my last podcast, I mentioned, I said, who cares about the certifications? You know, if you're an artist, a musician, so nobody's asking for a certification. You're doing what comes naturally to you. So why do you need a certification? Yes. And to do it your own way makes it even better because that's what's going to separate you from the other person. And somebody's going to feel more comfortable with you than they would somebody else. And that's why I always said, if if you come to me as a client and you say, hey, listen, it's just not working out, that's fine. I'd rather you say that than me just keep giving you that something that you just can't absorb. Find somebody that works for you and that's what works. And you brought up a whole bunch of stuff because you're saying this is a really small shop, but one, it's full of positive energy. And Thank little you. do you know, I'm going to do all my podcasts from here, from here on in, just That's because fine. of the energy. That's fine. That's good. Fine. <laughs> because the energy is amazing. And it always is. Like I always told you, I come in here just to come in here. And then I wind up spending money too. So, you know, it's always <laughs> benefits everybody. But it is. It's a wonderful little shop like that. But you do so much more. I mean, so you mentioned you do tarot card readings. And I know I had a reading with you. It was fantastic. And I picked up on the fact that you don't do reverse cards. And again, that was a touch you you know and i yeah. you know i questioned you and that's when you said yeah why follow certain rules why follow certain patterns so you do that you do all the reiki stuff but what's more amazing is a little shop out here in marietta pennsylvania so if all you guys if you're out here the one amazing thing with jen she works with an amazing psychic and i mentioned so many times angelo where did Angelo come from? <laughs> uh, Angelo is absolutely amazing. I actually met him the same way that most of my clients meet him. Metaphysical shop, local here, Pennsylvania. And I went and had my first reading with him probably late 2017, early 2018. And right then and there, I was on the verge of, you know, do I dabble in Reiki? Do I dabble in, in this metaphysical world that I'm just now starting to awaken to, do I keep going? And that was one of my questions that I asked him. And he said, oh, yes, go for it. He said, you are a natural healer. Your aura is green, meaning that you are a healer. You have that in your in your aura. And there's nothing that's going to stop you. And there's nothing that's going to hold you back. And this is what you need to do. And I took that and I ran with it. And I just pushed through the Reiki certification, uh, did it my way, and just went from there. So Angelo, having those channeled messages that come through, it's, it's really the push that some people need. Because if they're unsure about something, Angelo will, will channel that message. And if it's a, yeah, go for it then he'll deliver that. But if it's a no, this isn't good for you, he'll deliver that too. And there has been so many things over the years that have happened that he told me in that first reading would happen that I'm still seeing to this day. And I had everything written down on an extensive notepad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's kind of cool, you know, just to see over the years how many things he predicted that came true. 
Um, he's absolutely amazing. He's so easy to talk to and his clients are impressed with him and how well he can pull information about them without ever meeting them before or even knowing their name until right before they walked in the door. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible the way that he can do his readings and we're very blessed to have him here. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you have him because I, I was a client of his. I had a session. My mother had a session with him. My beautiful wife had a session with him. And, and I always say I'm skeptical when it comes to a psychic because anybody could say, oh, I could see the future. Who, but who knows? <laughs> of course. Just, so I always, you know, kind of focus in on them and just see where they're coming from. And my thing is, if they say something that nobody would know about, and that's what Angela did that. It was like blew me away. It was it literally mind blowing. Yes. And that's why I always tell people he's the real deal. And that's the bottom line. He's a really he's well worth it. But you have to book early, right? You have to book early. He books probably anywhere from a month to a month and a half out, like four to six weeks out in advance. And it's because he's here on the weekends. And we jam him packed full of clients each day that he's here. He can't take any more. We have opened up our readings to Zoom as well. So if somebody is in a different state and would like a reading, you can do that via Zoom with him. And people kind of question that. I did as well. That's amazing. <laughs> say, yeah. How can you do that? And, yeah. you know, one thing that my clients need to understand especially before they have a reading with Angelo over Zoom, is that energy knows no time and space. Time is man-made. Time is not real. Time is something that we create to keep things moving in our life. But in this actual dimension, time doesn't really exist. So he can transcend that as long as he is seeing you and even sometimes when he's not seeing you. Uh, because we do Mind's Eye Monday here in our mm -hmm. Facebook group. And yep. he will get on there. And there's some people that don't have their faces in their profile picture. And he will just spout off and read everything. So Zoom, in person, it's all the same. They're all amazing. And mm -hmm. he is always here to help clients, especially when they need it the most. Yeah, and that's a really good thing. People don't realize the beneficial you know, services that psychics can you know provide. People get very emotionally attached, especially to lost, you know, loved ones and all. And just for the fact that he can reach out and he can actually, you know, communicate. It's amazing. He sure can. And what you had mentioned too about the Zoom and, you know, your Mind's Eye Monday. Yeah, my mother had a session with him and it was online. I always like in-person because I'm just an in-person kind of sure. person. Now, but yeah, my mother, and it was just amazing how he mentioned something that only my mother would know or the people involved. And I said, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, you can transcend all of that energy through time and space. And yeah, just because it's, you know, over the internet, it can still be done. So yeah, wow, Angelo. Yeah, if uh, you do go online, uh, metaphysical, definitely uh, try and book uh, with Angelo and get in early. He's very, very well worth it. And that's Angelo and you do Reiki. And you do tarot, and you do Mind's Eye Monday. In case you don't know, on Jen's Facebook page, she does. She has Mind's Eye Monday. It's another place where I go to spend a lot of money too. My wife sometimes forbids me from it, even though she's always pushing me to buy half the stuff. <laughs> However, yeah, it's a live. She just basically goes Facebook Live, and uh, a lot of the inventory on the shop you can get right there. And she gives deals, and she has the amazing wheel that she loves to spin. 
and you can win some prizes. Uh, so yeah, go on her Facebook as well and join her live because I'm always on there as well, uh, just for the fun of it. She's amazing on camera, and she's just as amazing here on voice too. I'm excited about this. It's going to be my only guest from here on in. Thank it's you. hard to book the famous people, so that's why I brought right. you in. Yeah, here. yeah. I'll, I'll suffice for now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, the future of, uh, I know you touched on a little bit, the future of Mind's Eye. Um, you said, you know, you're hoping to expand and all that. And do you have events coming up or do you do stuff outside the shop? Yes, so we are actually getting into some events. We have Haunted Marietta, which is coming up on October 21st and October 22nd, which is cool because it's right down the road from our shop, but that'll be our first venue um, that we're setting up at and actually showcasing our products out in the open, outside of the shop. So a little nerve-wracking, but again, you can't fail at anything that's meant to be, so we're just going to go and do it and let the universe take it from there. Um, we also have some events coming up with Angelo. We have a psychic workshop here in our shop on October 8th. And again, the shop is small, so we only have room for eight people, which it sold out in, in, in an hour, I think it was. And um, he's going to teach everybody how to open up their psychic gifts. And we do touch a little bit on that in our Facebook group, uh, Mind's Eye Metaphysical, on Mind's Eye Monday. So we try to help as many people know that, you know, you, you have these gifts, everybody does, and we try to teach you how to open them. So more workshops like that are going to be coming up in the future. We also have a group read that we are working on setting up mm -hmm. as we speak. Uh, we're hoping to set that up either in late October or mid-November, depends on the venue. And if we do have that, it'll be held here in Marietta, Pennsylvania as well. Um, in-person event, uh, we're hoping to have maybe 45, 50 people and have him just read for the group, read for the collective, uh, read for individuals who may be having some uh, people who have passed over coming through, trying to reach them. So I feel like this is, we got to get this message out. We have mm -hmm. to have him out and more available and helping more people because he's life-changing. So the events are either going to be you know, some vendor events that we're doing or events with Angelo coming up. Okay, that's great because um, I would love to see that. I would love to see Angelo really going big time. I really do because, like I said, I, as skeptical as I am and I know he's the real deal, he's going to bring a lot of love, light to everybody, and he's absolutely amazing. Um you were talking about the workshops with him. That's amazing because you know my wife. Um, you know, we're all friends. She has the ability to. I've seen it myself. And yes. And then I know there's a lot of people out there listening. You probably think, hey, what's my gift? Or can I do this? And Jen is right. Everybody has something in there. It's just a matter of we need to learn how to tap into this. Uh, we've been programmed through life, you know, every day where we're held down all the time. And, you know, Stuff like that, ooh, that's, you know, the devil's work. You can't do that. You know, you shouldn't do it. And, or people are scared of it, and that's kind of where my wife stands. She's afraid of it, you know. These workshops are going to be so beneficial because it's going to teach you. This is not wrong. It's not bad. These are natural gifts that we all have, and we shouldn't be afraid of them. And we should be able to tap into these things mm -hmm. because I know I always talk to you. I even talk to Angelo about it. I say, there is a great awakening happening. Yes. You know, and it's really, it's coming there. And like I always say, it's not going to be some apocalyptic stuff, but 
Things are changing. People are starting to believe people like us for a change, you know? Yes. So we need to be there and we need to help everybody out because we're going to be the leaders real soon. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I like that workshop. That's going to be really great. Um, I am going to take a quick break um, and then I'm going to get on because I'm going to push Jen down a few rabbit holes. Um, so when I come back here, we'll have the second half of this. I'll see you in a second. And welcome back to Third Eye Meditation. When I say welcome back, remember, folks, I am doing this really without any monetization. For those of you who are listening, I really, really appreciate it. Eventually, we're all going to get there. We're going to start getting monetized, and there's going to be commercials stuck in. So when I say we're taking a break, I had to give everybody a little break, and that's why there's no commercials. So lucky you, you don't get commercials yet. <laughs> Eventually, we will. So right now, we're just hitting uh, the pause button. So if I said take a break, Hopefully you hit the pause button. If not, you're just going to hear the second half. <laughs> so that's the way. Jen's still here with me. Um, my photographer's still here with me. We're still sitting in the beautiful mind's eye metaphysical shop live, or at least recorded live. Um, and Jen had a wonderful session with me here, this podcast. Wonderful. We just listened to the first half. <laughs> it sounded good. Mercury is in retrograde. We had a little problem with the recording, so I'm going to have to figure it out later. But it doesn't matter. I'm getting this show to you one way or the other. So right now, I wanted to do something because I know Jen and I were on the same page when it comes to going down rabbit holes. So instead of sitting here plugging all of our stuff, we're going to go talk about some great witchy, metaphysical, you know, down the rabbit hole kind of stuff. I didn't have anything planned, but I just said, you know, let's just do something organic here and just start talking as if we were talking, you know, around the TV or whatever it is. So the metaphysical, I mean, when we talk about this, it's basically, it's you and I, it's everybody else that believes in this, but what does that really mean to you? So the metaphysical to me means something else that is separate from our physical life here. It's frequencies, it's dimensions, it's spirit, it's everything else that we generally kind of go with on our daily basis, on our daily life. Um, it's, it's everything aside of that. It's what we don't see. And I think that that's why a lot of people don't believe in it. So most people get started with it by kind of diving into ghosts and spirits mm -hmm. and oh, you know sometimes people are like oh, I don't believe in that and if you don't believe in that or you shut yourself off to it well then you're not going to see anything nothing mm -hmm. is going to present itself to you you're not going to have any experiences with it but if you do believe in that and some people who are naturally clairvoyant or clairaudient are going to have some experiences that Absolutely. are worth sharing and talking about <laughs> So I think that that's, that's what this metaphysical world is. It's, it's everything else. Mm -hmm. And it's everything that we don't typically see. It's everything behind the curtain, behind the veil. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's what I was saying, too, is, you know, we keep saying, I can't, I can't meditate, I can't, I can't, or I don't believe in this, I don't believe in this. We write our own scripts throughout life yes. just by that, by what we're saying. We're telling the universe, hey, I can't, I can't, I can't. And the universe is saying, okay, this person probably can't and don't want to. So that's going to be the rest of your life unless yes. you start changing your mind on this stuff. So if you're opening up your eyes, say ghosts and spirits and stuff, but then there's people that probably don't believe in it. And all of a sudden, they have some sort of experience. And they're like, what was that? 
And yes. then all of a sudden they become believers or at least skeptics of it, but still something happens to them. And yes. I'm planning, I know this already for season two, because Halloween's gonna be coming up. So of course I gotta have a you know special episode for Halloween. Yeah. And you know, this time of year the uh, veil is thinning, you know, those that believe in that. And we're starting to let more of these spirits and all coming through. They could be seen, they could be heard a lot more during this time of year. And it, that's what's happening. And I know everybody had some sort of ghost experience. I mean, you know, I, I don't see too many people that you might not say it was a ghost experience, but people say, hey, there was. So there had to be a ghost experience with you, hasn't there? I mean, for most of my life. Before I got into the metaphysical world and energy healing, I was kind of scared of it, to be mm -hmm. honest. Right. Um, I kind of blocked myself off from seeing any kind of spirits or ghosts. I think my problem was is that I was brought up to fear the things that we see in horror films poltergeist right. and like all right. those movies and i think that they scared the bejesus out of me to the point where i am like nope i do not want to see this i'm closing off my third mm -hmm. eye i am no absolutely <laughs> no way no how then once i got into knowing how energy works knowing how negative energies and entities work knowing how spirits work knowing what happens after we pass on where we go knowing that the soul is energy and it never dies it just transmutes into a different form and knowing that you know i can't be hurt because right. i vibrate on a higher frequency for them to get to me it's going to take a lot of energy out of them they right. better have it because if <laughs> nice. they don't they're already vibrating at a lower vibrational frequency and this is negative energy or entities that i'm talking about what right. i was scared of in mm -hmm. the beginning so I know now that it's almost like being on one radio station versus another. It can't touch me. It can't hurt me. So I have experienced more now that I've had the shop, now that I've had uh, kind of like a different basis, a different belief system instilled. And that's one of those things, too, is that you can change your beliefs. Right. Skeptical people can have an experience and they can change from a believer to a non-believer and a believe a non-believer to a believer, they can go back and forth, you know, right. based on their experiences. So, um, I think that that's what happened with me is knowing it's just based on education, knowing what can happen and what can't, right. and knowing that if I keep my frequency raised, nothing that I do here is harmful. Some people will say, "Oh, you do tarot? Aren't you afraid that you're going to welcome in a, a negative spirit or call upon the devil or something mm -hmm. like that?" And I said. No, actually, I can't. I physically can't because I work in the light. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just those experiences. We've had spirits in the shop before, not bad ones, but good ones because mm -hmm. of all the crystals here, there's over 85 to probably now 90 different kinds of crystals, especially the black tourmaline. No negative energies are getting in here. Right. Trust me. <laughs> um, but we have had some spirits in here. The one I just felt... Uh, uh, Last Mind's Eye Monday that we did, Angelo was here reading and somebody was trying to get to somebody he was reading over the screen. And there was literally a spirit right where our lovely photographer is standing. And I felt every ounce of that energy. Mm -hmm. There's also been a time where Angelo was in doing readings and a friend of ours had come over to get a reading and he has two attachments to him, two spirit attachments. And they're they're kind of not happy 
spirits. I don't want to say that they're completely negative, but they're they're not happy. And they cannot come in the shop because of the crystal energy and the frequency of the shop. They can't mm-hmm. come in here. So my shop is at the very end of three garage bays and the spirit always, the two times that he had a reading with Angelo, always got stuck in the last garage bay. And we feel it either the same evening or my husband will come out the next morning and be like, there is something in the garage and it is pissed. And I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) So what I do then is I come out with my little portal pack, which is a pack full of herbs and spell work and energy. And I come out here and I light that and I open up my channel to Reiki energy, put some protection around me and just send it back Mm -hmm. to wherever that is. And I'm not one to sway to... To, you know, go to the light or wherever you need to go, the spirit knows what it's going to do. And it's not necessarily going to listen to me if it doesn't want to. But I think it went back to the client. Either way, it was out of my garage. It worked. So it's experiences like that. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. We're along for the ride. Exactly. And that's that brings up another good point. Like people do get scared because sometimes they do have some of these negative energies attached to them, whether yes. they be spirits or whatever. People don't realize there is help for that. Yes. People can help. Like It is most likely their way of thinking that they're atta- that these negative energies are attaching to um, right. you know, for whatever that reason. But there are people. Um, do you feel that's something you can do? I mean, I know you just told me you can remove that you know, spirit, but does that come from the Reiki? Does that come from the chakras? Or is that coming from something else? When people have negative energy or entities attached to them or spirits attached to them, it's for a reason. I can do everything that I can to help raise your vibrational frequency so that negative energy uh, is no longer able to affect you, basically putting you on a higher radio station than the lower energy and the negative energy. But ultimately, it's going to be up to them, up to the client. Uh, I can give them, you know, tools and practices to do at home and things that they can affirm mm-hmm. to that spirit or energy. And, and there's two different things, too. There's, there's negative spirits. Mm-hmm. There's spirits who have passed on but not crossed over that are just kind of in limbo. And maybe they're confused or maybe they were a bad person in life. And that's not going to change, especially if they haven't crossed over fully into the next dimension so they can manifest that negative energy here and push it upon us. Now there's negative entities too, which is a manifestation of negative energy. Almost like there's so much negative energy that it builds itself a consciousness Mm. because it's energy in and of itself. And when it becomes powerful enough, it can actually start doing what it wants. Like I said, that consciousness Uh kind of builds. So it depends on what it is. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough as far as my psychic abilities. I haven't worked on that yet to be able to tell what it is. Mm -hmm. I think it all feels the same to me because I felt both. Angelo can tell you the difference. Right. He can really dive into it. Exactly. He can really dive into it. But yeah, it depends on the person and it depends on what it is, what's attached, and what you are currently doing to allow that energy to still resonate on the frequency that you are on. Exactly. And I talk a lot about that, our vibrations. I mean, that's part of us, part of our metaphysical. Yeah, there's low vibrations, there's high vibrations. We all want to be on that higher frequency. 
But I do notice, like, especially this day and age, there's so much uh, stress, anxiety, depression, and people fall down into that darkness like that. That's why I love to, you know, try and help people like that because, yeah, you're going to manifest that. You're going to draw that negative energy in that's what they're going. You know, misery loves company. So if the negative yes. energy seeks out more negative energy and you're creating that entity like that. So, yeah, I think people like us, regardless, you know, how strong your powers are, how little, we can always help out because, yeah, people are afraid of this all the time. Um, I watch so many ghost hunter shows and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's great. And I'm skeptical of so much of it, you know. Yes. We don't have to turn the lights out to see ghosts. Right. <laughs> ghosts are going to exist. Lights on, lights out, no They're matter right what. Here. They're right here all the time. They're not waiting for the lights to go out. Yeah. So it's it's great for TV. It makes for great, wonderful entertainment. But in real life, this can affect people. It can drive people insane, really, Absolutely. when you have this negative energy. And we need to turn it around, you know. And whether it's through a Reiki session or if you need the help of a psychic, yeah, reach out for that because you need to get away from that. So, I mean, we're sitting here talking about ghosts and all. And, like, do you sit around with your family and talk about all that? Are they all oh, yes. open to you? Do know, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> My awesome. husband is, he is amazing. He's very powerful as well. Mm -hmm. Highly intuitive. Complete purple aura if I put him on my aura cloud machine, which allows us to see your aura colors. He is so powerful. Such a high vibrational frequency to him. And he can definitely pick up on those types of things. So we mm -hmm. love talking about that That's stuff. That's great. Um, he does want to get into the ghost hunting and has some equipment that he's purchased so okay. far. So just haven't had the time to actually get out there. Hopefully this mm -hmm. Halloween season will be different. But yes, yeah, my family's great. completely open mm -hmm. to it. We love talking about that stuff. Even mm -hmm. my 14-year-old son, you know, we don't hide any conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's important that kids know that this type of thing exists and that it can't hurt you, fear is a low vibrational frequency mm -hmm. as well. So that was my problem is that I was very fearful of that, but it was because of just not knowing. No. So yeah. I want him to know how this works. And even mm -hmm. though it still might freak him out a little bit, mm -hmm. I don't want him to resonate in that fear state when it comes to spirits and right. and energies because that's not going to do him any good. So yeah, we do have open conversations. I love it. That's, that's great. I mean... Especially for a family, it's wonderful that you can actually all bond like that in that same level. And, you know, kids can be raised, you know, much more open-minded to stuff because there's just so much more. And I love that because, like I said, we're always trapped in this physical world. There's always this routine that we're trapped in day in, day out. There's so much more to it. If you open your eyes up to this stuff, you'll understand it more and you're going to yes. lead a little bit of a better life. And I, I really feel that if you start opening your eyes, you're not going to have all that lower energy or low vibrations because now you understand it. And yeah, I trust me, there's a lot about that. A lot of people fear it all the time, but it's because being so closed-minded. Yes. I like that. I like that you can do that with your family. Um, anyway, I would love to do ghost hunting too. You know, I always found that fascinating. Yeah. Um I never really done it because my wife is scared because she, I think because the this here, you know, the energies or the spirits, whatever, always seem to find her because they know right. she's open to it and she's so scared of that. So I try yes. to do it because I don't want to bring any home to me. You know, exactly. I don't want them following me. So I think even too with your uh, Reiki session towards the end, like 
Do you open and close the circle um, when you do that? We do open up a channel to Reiki. So when we're opening up any kind of channel, we always form a circle of protection. I call in some archangels, my spirit guides, for that added protection just so that the intention is set that nothing of a lower vibrational frequency is going to be able to enter that channel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's very important when you're doing energy work, any kind of energy work, whether it just be you know, a, an energy work that you're running yourself or the actual modality of Reiki, which is just slightly different, but it's all the same aspect, if you will. Right. So yes, we always do a, a, a circle of protection. Same thing when we're doing tarot because we are connecting to the spirit world. Right. We are connecting via our soul star chakra, or at least I am anyway, to kind of connect to that energy so that we can get that information And that is almost like creating a channel. Mm -hmm. So we do want to make sure that nothing else can get in there because sometimes when we're connecting with another person, if they have that negative energy or negative spirit attached to them, Mm -hmm. we don't want that coming into our space. But then again, we don't want that to have any effect on the session that we're doing for them. So we set the intention, you know, if there's anything there or around that person, a, it can't come into me, and B, it has no sway over the session. So X. that way they can't mm-hmm. resonate. I mean, they shouldn't be able to anyway. If it's a negative energy or entity, it shouldn't. The Reiki is just like a bright light that just kind of blinds them for a little bit, and then right. they're like, ah, I can't see anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, whenever you're working with channels, it's it's definitely good to set the intention of just protection. And people are like, well, how do you do that? How do you how do you set up a protection, or how do you protect yourself? A lot of it just comes from visualization Mm -hmm. and intention because intention is such a powerful form of energy. Mm -hmm. So powerful. And if you have the intention set and you lay down the law through that intention and that's what you mean to happen during that session or during, I mean, anything in life that Mm -hmm. you go through, um, I I think that you're going to have better results and it's going to happen the way that you want it to happen. Right. So... Yes, and that's why I admire your work and all the different services that you offer because you Thank do you. this protection and the opening and closing, and that's something that I always knew about. And the fact that you did it just made me even more comfortable um, with yes. your work, and that's what makes you different from anybody else, and this is why I would probably steer more towards you just because of that. Because, yeah, you're right. We are opening up, even though we think we understand it, we don't really understand it 100%. Exactly. So whatever door we're opening up metaphysically and we're letting into our space, yeah, it would be wise to protect yourself and it would be wise to close that circle when we're done. Because I'm always brought back to my early life experience with the Ouija board and (laughs) one place I don't want to go back to. And it's not that I feared the board. It's not that I feared the connection that it has. It was done so wrong. You know, stupid kids playing with a Ouija board. And the doors that you can open with that, and like you said, everybody has this ability. And when you start messing around with it and you're not sure how to do this, you're opening yourself up to a lot of negative energy. And that's what happened to me. Yes. And people that do the Ouija board, they're very adamant about the protection and always closing afterwards. So you're closing all the doors when you're walking away and leaving no room 
parole as negative energy is stay. Correct, correct, absolutely. And you don't need a Ouija board to be able to invite something in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. So, you know, it's it's those channels that we are working with. But again, if, if you're setting that intention, you're setting that intention around you and through you and through the client and around the client in every single way possible that nothing other than love, light, and positive energy is going to take place. And so it is. Right. You know, it's it's just one of those things that you have to be very firm with and you mm-hmm. have to set that energy intention before you start working in any of this. Right. And that's where it comes back to Tara. Everybody's like, yes. It's I'm just like, cards, no. right? <laughs> it doesn't really work that way if you know what you're doing. Doing, right. Uh, and that brings another point to it. doesn't matter how small. Pendulums. You know, people yes. practice with pendulums too. I mean, you are channeling something from someplace else. Um, and quick disclaimer here, because I don't like to offend anybody on my listeners. I know there's a lot of people nowadays that are getting into the new age and all, which is fantastic. I like that. Yes. But I like people that have a little bit better guidance towards that. Because I see a lot of people, younger people, oh, I'm a witch. And, you know, great. Yeah. All fun. And, f- and, and I love that. But be careful of the paths you go down. Take it slow. Learn before you do. Don't open up those doors that you don't know what you're doing just yet. Right. I, it, there's, there's guidance. There's books out there. There's people that have been doing it for a long time. And a lot of people, too, will give free advice on how to do it. You know, I just, I can't see these younger people because you may think you're opening up, you know, a lot of positivity, which you can, but you could also accidentally let the negative come in and it's going to manifest itself in you. And there's also, again, without offending anybody, there's a lot of people that, oh, I'm into the black magic and you've never done it before. You're opening doors and you're playing with stuff that you really shouldn't be. And even me, I feel... There's nothing wrong with black magic. I don't feel, you know, I love the occult and all. Get into the weird stuff. Sure. I'm down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But be careful, right? right? I mean, we're opening up things that are way more powerful than we are. Yes. And there is a yin and a yang. There is a light and a dark. Just because I work in the light and I work in love, light, and positive energy doesn't mean that there isn't bad stuff and negative energy and entities and uh, spirits that can cause harm and lower frequencies of people, it doesn't mean that that doesn't exist. And mm-hmm. I know that and I respect that. Absolutely. And I don't fear it anymore. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I know it's there and I know that that's not my path. So our paths won't collide because my intention is not that. But yeah, I feel like when some people get started with that, it's just a lack of knowledge. And depending on where they start or who they start learning from, simple searches on the internet they're not really Mm -hmm. explaining the basis of how everything begins they're not explaining how energy works and it's not giving them a background and frequencies Mm -hmm. and how this works so they really don't know Mm -hmm. any better right (laughs) um so you know a lot of like the younger kids that get into this and the teen witches and stuff great i'm Mm -hmm. so happy that you've started but you know, we have to learn because a lot of emotions are coming up during that time in your life. And if something bad happens to you automatically, you're like, oh, what kind mm-hmm. of negative spell can I put against you? Absolutely. And that's not how that works because in right. witchcraft, everything comes back threefold. Threefold, exactly. <laughs> <So> you <laughs> Be don't careful. Yeah, you may not know that side of everything. Right. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so it, it's a wonderful world once you are into it. And if you get good at it and you practice it, you're going to have a great time. But I've been reading a lot and watching a lot of documentaries recently. Everything falls back to this quantum physics where what we talk about, people say, oh, I don't believe in this. But then there's scientific proof of a lot of this. When you're getting down to that subatomic world and I'm starting to see it, I say, wow, scientists done experiments that are actually proving a lot of this. And before I came to you, when I was going through my whole negative experience and I reached out to a therapist, I'm in a therapy session. I'm like, wait a minute, you're talking about stuff I already know about. And it's like, these paths are all crossing. Yes. Part of this whole great awakening, you know? So we're talking the field everybody knows, like real doctors and all that. They're using basically what we've known about for so long. Absolutely. It's definitely coming back into this time and this era, and it's very exciting. And I think as we go into the transition to 5D, mm-hmm. we are going to see a lot more of this. We're going to see a lot more Reiki practitioners popping up. We're going to see a lot more crystal healing sessions going on. We're going to see a lot more people relying on the power of the metaphysical world. Right. Because oftentimes when you are in a bad spot or your frequency is just that low and all of these negative things are happening to you, your health goes downhill, sometimes you get to that point where you have nothing left and you're willing to try anything. And it it sucks for people to have to get to that point in their life to open the door to this realm. But sometimes that's what puts people here is that they're, they're at the end and they have no other paths to go down. And we're just, we're going to keep, we're going to keep seeing more of this. It's going to keep growing and it's coming into light that energy is the basis of everything. And it never, correct. It can never be created nor destroyed. And we are a product of our environment and what Mm -hmm. we put into our body affects us and how we talk to ourselves, how we show ourselves love comes into play. Mm -hmm. And if we kind of switch our way of thinking Mm -hmm. and just adapt some more positive ways of thinking and get into that frequency of love, we're going to see that shift. And you too will be going into the 5D world. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting time. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing all the metaphysical shops, not just my own, Mm -hmm. blossom into a new level of helping Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, kind of like, you know, just like people walking to doctors' offices and all, like, you know. Yes. Because we're seeing that, too. Like, doctors are starting to take on the holistic healing, you know, and the natural medicines, and they're incorporating it now in the medical field. And again, another disclaimer that Jen and I are not doctors. Yes. All right, no matter what, you know. So any advice, we're not giving any kind of medical advice, all right? If you're seeing a doctor, please see your doctor. Listen to your doctor's advice. This is just what we're seeing. Um. But talk to your doctors, though, however, and let them know that you believe in the holistic healing. Let them know because they could probably recommend another doctor that is actually working in that field. And I think that's a great opportunity now for people to reach out to doctors and say, I'm no longer comfortable with traditional medicine. I like the holistic approach. Correct. And yeah, and we can see that now that there are holistic doctors out there. So it's wonderful. Yes. And there's, like you said, there are great doctors out there. And I think in conjunction with metaphysical healers, energy healers, I think that it's going to be a great team because there are Mm -hmm. a lot of fantastic doctors out there that 
you know, if you go to them and they suggest something and you say, I want to take a little bit more of a holistic approach before I try that, they will suggest something. A lot of them do know, again, how energy works. So very, very many of them are Mm open-minded and I'm, I'm thankful that there are great doctors out there. I'm not going to bash any kind of traditional medicine because I use traditional medicine Mm -hmm. when I need it. I, you know, I've had emergency surgeries before that Mm -hmm. have saved my life and I will never knock that, you know, in conjunction with this world. It's a great care. Exactly. And when we repair or heal our bodies, that's coming from our own mind. Our own mind can do the healing. So if you're having any kind of surgery or anything, it's like there's a long healing process. And you, you're right. You take that traditional medicine and their medicines and all, but you can incorporate all this positive energy that's coming from your own self yes. that you could actually heal yourself from that. And there's been proven cases of that too, absolutely. which is absolutely amazing. And I, I'm fascinated with that world. Um, yes. So we're, we're in this metaphysical, and um, I know I spoke to you about it a few times. My favorite subject so is unidentified flying objects. I did a whole podcast on mine, and it's part of this great awakening because our own government, our own government that's been hiding this for years, calling us crazy, <laughs> calling us stupid, saying, you know, like, you know, you, you're reading the National Enquirer. You know, all of a sudden, they're saying, guess what? Yeah, it's been real all along. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's there, but here's here's the amazing thing. I don't know if I even share this with you. Um, my photographer uh, and I, um, we were recently up in a local park, Cherry Spring State Park. We went up for a full moon, and we've seen a lot of stuff. We observed a UFO. Um, this oh is a ball of light. You know, real quick. Nothing that anybody could say, oh, it was there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen it. We know what we've seen. And right. both of us, after we've seen it, we start crying like babies, but without emotion. It was kind of strange. Wow. So, not too long after I had my session with Angelo, and I asked him about it. So, what I was floored with, he right away says, I know, because I was saying it was just a round ball, like kind of, if anybody in the UFO field, the Foo Fighters that used to be seen during the you know World War and these round balls, like that's what it reminded me of. Kind of, I was okay. like, wow, that's yes. what it was. Angelo said, you've seen God. I was just floored by that. Wow. He's like, you've seen God our Father. And I was like, that's really amazing. You know, it came to him so quickly. And that's why I always believe when something comes to him so quick and he just spills out. And I was like, that's really interesting. So it's it's higher. We're star seeds. We all come from the universe. We're all right. specks of this cosmic world. We're all, and that's why the universe listens to us when we set our intuitions out there. You know, we can't take that lightly. It's exactly. the real deal. What about you, Jen? Where's your UFOs? <laughs> we, we are not the only ones in this world. We are right. not the only ones on, in this solar system. There are many of them out there. And I, I do truly believe that, you know, they have the power and they have the technology to be able to come and explore. Mm-hmm. And that's just their way of life and how they're working things. And I, I think that they are definitely among us. Mm-hmm. and exploring and just trying to learn about us just mm-hmm. like we're trying to learn about them mm-hmm. i always keep an open mind to that i never That's naysay great. anything because <laughs> i i know how this all works and and not being the only ones 
in this universe. There's right. definitely more out there. And if I am ever lucky enough to experience or see mm-hmm. one, I will be just as thankful because mm-hmm. I just, I feel that that's a very special gift to be able to see that and to be mm-hmm. able to be in that same presence as right. something not from this world. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing gift to be able to be a part of that. It is. And when I seen my first one, at least the real firm sighting that everybody else seemed to see, but you're right, it is that feeling that you get when you're there. And you know, intuition-wise, you yes. know, our gut feelings and everything else, when something happens and you see something like this, all of a sudden, um, there's a feeling that's different from anything else in the world. Yes. And you know, right now, you're experiencing something otherworldly or whatever it may be, just on that gut feeling. And exactly. That's what I had. It, yeah. And you, yeah, they're, from other people, maybe they're watching us, maybe they're curious about us. You were curious about them. And then there's all the people that believe that they are actually our gods, you know, the, that they are our creators. Um, sure. You could go down so many rabbit holes with this one. Yes. Uh, and that's why I love that field so very much. And after seeing something myself and then seeing it for a second time and all and then even a third time, I said, wow, there really is something there. And there's something more to it than just another higher form of life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one out. Um, because this is what I heard from watching all these UFOs, and this is, this is what really interests me. Somebody had mentioned it on one of the shows, and I even said it in my past podcast, I wish I write stuff down because of my memory. So I don't. I watch so much stuff, and I never remember. And I say, oh, this person had great... I can't remember names. I can't remember shows. So I, I want to give credit where credit is due. So that's right, my bad. Sure. But they said that these beings, all right, that most of them are curious about us. And they say, well, why are they so curious about us? We're the lowest form of life. You know, we're destroying ourselves. They have all the technology, all the power. And they say, you know what? They're curious because we have emotion. And that these are emotionless creatures. And that makes us higher level to them. Exactly. Exactly. So, How we live and function, we might not be the highest in technology, but we are able to have that power behind us because of our emotions and how we feel and express that and how we can live in love and even the opposite, Mm -hmm. anger, and have those feelings. And if it's something that they can't grasp Mm -hmm. or they can't understand, I feel like that's reason for anything Mm -hmm. to want to explore and want to see how other beings live and socialize and feel and... Mm -hmm. You know, like I like you said, they're so powerful and their technology is so advanced. But if they they might have all the technology in the world, but if they don't have the feelings and emotions, that's something that's a completely different ball game. Right. So I really do feel like they're just trying to get to know us and trying mm-hmm. to learn a little bit about how we live and operate, mm-hmm. just as much as we want to know about them. Exactly. And I bought him in another podcast, Dr. Stephen Greer. I think I mentioned to you, if you ever have time, yes. anybody watch Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's just absolutely amazing because that man bought up meditation. And I was like, wow. And when my photographer buddy and I seen that UFO, we did the whole, you know, what he calls the um, easier steps you got to take this protocol. To, um, oh, I'm escaping right now. But it's a protocol that you do. And it's just basically going into a meditative state. and kind of astral projecting your location to them because they work on the same frequency as, you know, this um, just reading your mind. Sure. So I, 
I was fascinated by it. And then it changed my mind so much. I said, wow, meditation. Just like I said, animals too. And I know you do animal Reiki. Is that correct? Yes. That's amazing yes. too. Yeah. Animals have a lot more intuition that we just don't have. Yes, absolutely. They see things we don't see. They hear things that we can't hear and stuff like that. And I said, when I had my first UFO experience, there was a dog involved. Dog seen it before anybody else, and the way that dog reacted made me believe that this is something completely different. Because dogs don't normally just go outside and bark at airplanes or whatever, you know? Right. Yes. But when there's something out there that. flying and they're going nuts and wagging a tail, like, there, there's a whole connection there. And I could go sure on for is. hours on that. I thought it was completely fascinating. Yes, it's, it's definitely fascinating how the animal world can communicate on that level and how they can see things that we can't. They're so connected, and their vision... Not just with their two eyes, their right. actual vision, their third eye vision is so much more powerful. They just can't convey and show us, but they see it all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when they're connecting to stuff like that, mm -hmm. when they're outside, you're right. They're not just going to, to bark up into the sky at thin air for <laughs> right. nothing. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a reason. Animals and the spirit world actually are also very connected. They absolutely are. It's um, I always said... Again, years ago, I read a book, and I can't, it escapes me, but a flock of birds are just sitting eating in a field, and all of a sudden, they just fly away. It makes you think, what are they seeing that we're not? You know, they're flying out in fear or, you know, you know, flight of fight response. They've seen something, and we don't see it. And as I say, yeah, animals are such a strong connection for us, and which brings me down the next rabbit talking about energies and manifestations and all. I love going outdoors, right? right? Yeah. Best place to meditate. And um, if you go out into, say, forest, the woods, right? You're alone out there, and you're alone with nature, which I think everybody should do anyway for a little while. Yes. Reconnect with our, you know, nature side. You can manifest things out there much easier than you can, say, in the regular world or anything. Absolutely. Um, I was watching a couple shows with these here hikers, you know, all just go missing in mysterious circumstances. And all. I was always out in the woods, always out there alone. Um, I'm always drawn to that. I'd say it could be positive, it could be negative, but in the same realm that we're talking about, you know, ghosts and spirits, when you get out there in something as raw as nature, very little electronic interference, and it's, it's their world that we're stepping into. Um, I don't know how much you believe in it, but I mean, you can manifest so much out there. And yes. it probably explains a lot why these people go missing because their mind wasn't right at the time. I don't know. What do yes. you think? I think it depends on the state of mind that the person is in. Okay, so you go out there and you turn off everything that is interfering. Mm -hmm. And you allow your frequency to shine, to manifest. Mm -hmm. So... That can go either way, depending mm -hmm. on what kind of channel you're on. Yeah. Just the same as, okay, that show alone. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you've ever watched yeah. that, people go out on these adventures. I like to call them adventures, <laughs> right. although I don't think it's really an adventure for them, where they are completely on their own. I mean, they have like a little GoPro camera that they record and document, but they are without any kind of help from civilization. They're living completely off the land. They are out there on their own with their thoughts. And what usually happens to them is that they come back having had a spiritual awakening. So 
the same can go for them. I mm-hmm. mean, they they could disappear just as easily as as any of the other ones that you've watched. But mm-hmm. some of them have this big, huge spiritual awakening because they're not interfered with from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. It's mm-hmm. like a form of meditation, whether they're sitting out there actively meditating or not. There's mm-hmm. nothing else going on, and that allows their mind to stop entertaining those other things, those dis- those distractions, those lower vibrational frequencies that we tune right. into every single day. Yeah. And it allows it to just get back to its baseline. And that mm-hmm. can open up a whole other world. Absolutely. And I always thought too, if you are out there alone, fear. Immediately. Yes. It takes over. And when you're out there alone and you know there's no help and fear takes over, you're manifesting that. Yes, that's the difference because yeah. the people that were on alone Obviously, they're not going to have that fear. They're mm-hmm. like, we're going out here. This is what we train for. This is what we we know. We know mm-hmm. nature. We know Gaia. We know Mother mm-hmm. Earth. We're going to go be one with her. They're expecting that. So mm-hmm. they're not going out starting in a lower vibrational frequency. Now, they might have some things going on in their life, stressors or why they're doing the show. Maybe they're in financial distress. So, yeah, they might have a little bit of a lower frequency, but their intention is not to, you know, kind of go down that road. They automatically give way to the higher frequencies that come in from the earth. Whereas if somebody's just out, you know, kind of messing around, hiking and gets lost and ends up staying out there, yes, fear base starts immediately for them. And then their imagination starts running away. So all the things that they have seen in the past that has happened to other people, oh my gosh, this is going to happen to me. So that starts a rabbit hole of fear for them. Absolutely. Puts them into a lower state mm-hmm. of a frequency, and who knows, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it puts you in the path for negative things mm-hmm. to be able to reach you a little bit more easier than what it would be able to if you were vibrating at a higher frequency and on a completely different channel. Absolutely. that I, It's just wonderful insight. I, it's great to sit here and talk to somebody who has that sort of feedback. It's great. And I'm telling you what. We've been going on, so I'm having such fun. I really am. I don't want to keep you from your family, but I also don't want to overboard my listeners here, too. It <laughs> is running on and on, because I could go down many rabbit holes, but I want to do many other episodes that sure. deal with a lot of this stuff, because I never talk politics. That's yep. gone. It's not here. However, I am going to talk government real soon. So, guys, be prepared on season two. We're going to go down some government rabbit hole, shadow governments and all that. I know that's been on the tip of my tongue and I, I really tried. <laughs> I had going to be a great, great podcast. But I want to wrap it up with you because I had such a great time. I mean, learning about your shop, learning about opening up, that's been fantastic. It, it brings me a little bit closer to you. I understand, you know, everything yeah. behind it. Um, and I also just love sitting here and just getting to know you as well. It was fantastic because we got the same kind of mind on this stuff, and it's great, and it makes it easier for me to do a podcast because it's better than just sitting talking to myself. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're a little bit nervous, but you've done fantastic. I mean, Thank it was you, so friend. great. I know everybody's going to enjoy this. So what I would like to wrap up with is a little bit, like I just want to promote season two because this is just a start. Um, I'm going to have a Halloween episode coming up. I'm going to have some more rabbit hole episodes because this season I'm going to change Get a little bit away from the meditation a little bit. And I want to bring you some more of this occult kind of stuff because I love that. I loved being in an occult. I love being weird and strange and different. Like probably you guys out there are listening. I know everybody's got this and loves talking about it. And there's somebody you don't want to, you know, you want to probably talk and not everybody wants to hear it. So 
come here and listen to me and again reach out to me on the website thirdeyemeditation.net where you can leave some comments i'm on podvine i just found it somebody sent it to me um so if you're on podvine and search uh third eye meditation uh all my episodes are on there but what's cool is you can actually comment on it so that gives me a little bit of interaction too jen's got facebook master you know uh, I haven't yet, so <laughs> maybe I'll do a live. That's one thing I want to do is a live podcast one day, and I'll probably do a Facebook Live, so everybody's got to follow me on Facebook. I'll work out the logistics of that. So I thought we'll do something a little bit different. We're going to exchange business cards. And Jen's going to do a, Jen's going to do a, uh, what you call, a little commercial for me, and then I'm going to do a little commercial for her. Um, I'm a pro at this because I always promote Mind's Eye Metaphysical out in Marietta, Pennsylvania. It is the best shop to be in, just like I am in right now, and I don't want to leave. It's full of <laughs> all the positive energy. I mean, I can't get enough of it. And, Jen, we already learned all of your skills. You're a Reiki master. You do Reiki. Um, you have some fantastic machines here that read auras. You do tarot card readings, and you have Angelo. I mean, what can yes. be better than that? I mean, so we're out here at Three Railroad Avenue in Marietta, uh, Pennsylvania, 717-286-3784. Get in contact with Jen if you're in the um, Pennsylvania area, or if you want any of her services, like she works online too, which is amazing. Um, we were talking about this because I know I'm reaching out um, across continents now, which is absolutely amazing. Reach out to her if you really want something from a shop. We're just still trying to, I guess, figure out all the international shipping. <laughs> so if you're out there, I don't want you to be denied all this here love and light either. But reach out to her either way. Um, but that's fantastic that you're listening from so far away. So, yeah, Mind's Eye Metaphysical, mindseyemetaphysical.com. Visit the website. Um, you could order stuff online, and you could set up um, appointments there too as well. And don't forget, if you do want to meet with Angelo, book early. Be prepared for a wait. He does book up very, very quickly. So again, visit mindseyemetaphysical.com. And Jen, there's a place you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So if anybody is needing help with meditation, Gary is your guy. Reach out to him at thirdeyemeditationnet at gmail.com or his website, thirdeyemeditation.net, or by phone, 717-746-6164. He is going to be the best at helping you start your meditation journey. I know everybody wants to get started with it, and half of my clients that come into my shop and through my door say, I can't meditate, I can't quiet down my mind, and I just, I give up. I hand them Gary's card and I say, here you go. Um, because it really is something that can help us get to a different level in our spiritual awakening. And this is the start. This is the beginning. And also, if you need some motivational speaking, you just need that kick in the ass to get you started. Gary is your guy. He is going to give it to you straight. He is going to put it in ways that you can understand, which is why I love speaking with him. He is great at communication and he doesn't use words that you have no idea what he's talking about, like some doctors that you go to see. <laughs> I know that they're throwing out all this lingo and you're like, ah, can you put that in layman's terms for me? <laughs> so Gary is your guy. Again, reach out to him, thirdeyemeditation.net, thirdeyemeditationnet at gmail.com or by phone 717-746-6164. And he also does life coaching and speaking meditations 
talks for your employees, if you have a team that is behind you and you need to get them in kind of like a Zen mode, let's start them with some meditation. Gary's your guy. Reach out to him. He is fabulous. I love working with you. Jen, you're absolutely amazing. I'm glad I got that all on tape because I'm just going to isolate it and I'm just going to play it on <laughs> everyone in my pockets. That was fantastic. I loved it. It done better than I can. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's absolutely amazing. And thank you. That's really nice. I also, while I'm here too, I wanted to give a special shout out to my best friend, Sarah Pizarro. She's been doing all the photography here. Listen, an amazing, amazing photographer. She's really helped out a lot today because um, even though you're listening to this in the future, I got to do a lot of promotions for this. And I really wanted the photography, and there's no better photography than Sarah Pizarro. And I really, really want to thank her so very much for coming out here and uh, doing all the amazing photography. Um, so that's going to be it for tonight. Jen's got to get back to her family, and um, I'm probably not going to leave the shop because I really feel comfortable here. I'll so. see you in the morning. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, guys, listen, everybody, thank you so very much for joining me on this very, very excellent Season 2, Episode 1 with the amazing Jen from Mind's Eye Metaphysical. I will see you real soon.